Welcome to Diving Into Writing with me, Lucinda Pebre and Marielle Smith. Join us as we dive beyond the surface of our writing practice. Hi, Marielle. Hey, Lou. How are you? I... I was going to say, I am fine. I'm not. I'm tired. I just got out of my period, and that always leaves me sort of mentally and physically wrecked, I would say. Uh, And I haven't showered in two days because my water tank was broken. So that We can smell you. We can smell you. It's bad, isn't it? (laughs) Oh, it's got to get better. Well, the, the water tank is fixed. Um, oh, so you can have a shower. There's no that excuse. Is that, that is the thing I'm going to do because he just left before we started, we recorded this. So uh, the first thing I'm going to do when we're done with this call is hoping that in the meantime, because the, the both my water tanks, the hot water and the cold water were entirely empty because something was broken. Um, so, and the valve was blocked. Apparently it was, it was a bit messy. Um, so I'm hoping that by the time we're done, the sun is out, It's a, the, the sky is entirely blue. I'm hoping that there will be hot water because otherwise I have to wait until the afternoon. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed for me. Well, fingers crossed. And on behalf of everyone, it's lovely that you prioritized us over your shower. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so how are you? Yeah, I'm okay. I've had COVID, but yeah, and oh, I had it just before I went on a camping trip to Wales, and I took the chance because I was really ill. But I took the chance and went, and I was fine. But it's just taking recover from the after effects of it. So cough, night sweats, oh, just annoying you know i don't feel physically fit it's just annoying yeah so, yeah so this is your second time marcus gave it me yeah marcus gave it me both times a third time and we'll be divorced <laughs> i'm wondering like am i the only novid left i'm wondering <laughs> well i would be if i didn't have marcus yeah, I'm. I'm uh, that does help. Mm, the pups like him though, so I'll keep him around. <laughs> yes, but I mean, one yeah. thing was he was he was his being sick was it worse? No, was- well, yes, yes, he made out it was worse, but I'm sure it wasn't. Well, they say that sort of men do, right? <laughs> Oops, sorry, that's it. That's it. He had a week off sick. I had no time off sick. I went camping and climbed a mountain or three. But he, yeah. And he hasn't got the like long-term effects. He's got a bit of a cough, but yeah, I think, I think I've fought through it so far valiantly. Well, I'm glad you're here. And you mm. don't sound like you just had COVID, so. No, no, I'm putting a brave face on it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Third time's a charm, right? So you only have to get it once more. No, no, no. Twice is enough. 
I can't believe that I haven't got full immunity to the damn thing by now. I know it's a virus. I know it keeps changing, but I should have full immunity. I've had that much vaccine and that many, I've been exposed to it that many times that, yeah, I should have full immunity. There you go. Well, maybe after this one. Yeah. So we're talking about collaboration and neither of us really know how this is going to go. (laughs) Not that we don't know anything about collaboration. That's not the issue. The issue is, have we got anything new to say about collaboration? Yeah, so I I just wanted to explain that we were going to record this episode two weeks ago. So that was actually before you got COVID and before you went on your camping trip. Um, And at that time, I was struggling with the the topic of collaboration. So when I drew a tarot card um, that is about collaboration and teamwork, that felt really fitting. But it's been two weeks, so it's it's been it, it will be fun to talk about it in sort of a retrospect kind of way. Can you remember what you were struggling with? Well, it's more that at the time I was finishing up uh, one of my tarot challenges, or I had just finished up one of my tarot challenges uh, that I do on Instagram. And it's just a topic that's that keeps coming up for me. The the issue of, of collaboration, the, the, the trust, um, this idea that to expand and to grow, you will have to start leaning on others and trusting others. Mm. And that is not see that. natural to me. It's not something without its difficulties either. It's it's not. So it's sort of like, why is that? Because a lot of us, I think, are. it's very comfortable, even if it's exhausting, uh, it's very comfortable to just do things by yourself mm. because, I mean, you know, you, you know, you can trust yourself. You you know, sort of the level of professionality that you want to see in your work. Um, it's all about control. <laughs> it's all about control. Absolutely, yeah, it's all about control. Um, but yeah, for me, it's like it, it keeps showing up so much. And I know I've had this issue with, with. Um, I mean, this has been an issue for me my entire life. So I'm talking, literally talking, um, elementary school through secondary school to university. That there's always so much tension for me about collaboration that can kind of suck the joy out of doing something. Uh, and, and for a long time, I think I told myself it's just because I'm an introvert. But I don't think that's necessarily all of it. No, I think, I think, yeah, it is about, well, it's about trust and control, those two minor elements. (laughs) But, But also for me, it's about balance, I think. Like I can get, I can feel really guilty. Like I get really frustrated and, and what's the word? Gosh, what's the word? Not, and it's kind. I can get quite upset when I feel that the balance is shifting, not in my favour. So I'm doing more than the other people. Oh yeah, yeah. Like you're taking advantage of. 
Yes, and that has happened in the past a lot. But at the same yeah. time, if it if it feels like the other way around, like if I know that the other person is putting in many more hours, yeah, then I feel guilty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I just rather avoid work yeah. with people, even though I know that, like, I, I I used to have a co-writer and we were really fast together. So that's definitely is it that benefit. Is it that you need some strategies to deal with those two issues? Like what? Well, like having a line in the sand whereby you confront the issue rather than trying to subtly manage it by putting more hours in. I'm guessing now, based on my own experience, I'm guessing that the ways of managing it are you increase your hours of work to match the other person or decrease your hours of work to match the other person that's one way of managing it or you confront the issue and talk to the other person about it which is a much scarier and less likely to be the first yeah I don't, option I don't do the talking no but maybe you should or maybe you should think about it yeah, I mean, it's, it's yeah, yeah, I should, yeah. Because for me, it's usually, like, I'll try to make up for it. Like, if I feel, if I feel the guilt. Yeah, so, that's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I'll just be like, okay, so I'll take on everything else um, and work with that. But then. That, yeah. You know what the hard it's yeah, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just thinking it's about clarity, isn't it, as well, and expectations. Because if you had a conversation with the other person, who might be me, it's just occurred to me, who might be me, because we work on the podcast together, so it could be me. And I do, um, and our listeners know that I feel that you put in way more hours than I do, because I don't really contribute much, I feel. Um, but but I do the audio I, and stuff. I don't think that's true. From my perspective, that's not true. Okay. So you do the tarot cards. I just do the audio and put it on the website, put it out there, schedule it. That's all. But that is not... You that do the notes. Yeah, but it's balanced. Okay. Well, okay. So, so for me, I'm like, cause I've, I've I struggle doing audio myself. That's that doesn't that is not a, a, a skill of mine. So for me, I'm like, in my head, that just takes hours and hours and hours. Oh yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, but that's you. Like, I know, for example, with my other podcast, which we just ended. I know yeah. that my co-host listens to the file multiple times, and these are really long episodes. Ah, uh, but she's much more of a perfectionist than I am. Yeah, so for me, then it's like, like I feel guilty, and I feel I have to put in more work. But now I'm wondering whether the question is, 
we never we never discussed how often she was going to listen to that because I don't yeah need, it's about clarity I don't need it's it to about, be perfect. yeah I need it to be clear and like like I, I need I need for people to be able to listen to us like I listen to professional podcasts and maybe not professional podcasts but podcasts by professionals and the sound yeah. is not always okay right yeah so that's fine for me so I'm just wondering now whether that is just something that I can leave in her, her court because that's a decision she made for herself. Exactly. That's my point. And you assumed that I was laboring over hours for hours. And really, I only cut out, I cut out uh, minimal stuff, really, because I think it flows better. Yeah, so my other co-host, she she uh, deletes all the ums and stuff. Oh no, you've still got you've still got that in hours. Yeah, but which for me is fine, right? Um, yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. <laughs> yeah, so maybe because because yeah. So because mm. when we started this, we had this sort of okay. So here's how we're gonna. Here's how, like I knew I wasn't gonna touch the audio, right? So here's how we're going to divide it. And that seemed fair at the time. It was only later that I realized, oh, you really spent this many hours on one freaking episode. That's when the game hit me. Okay. But don't go thinking that I do that as well. And like you say, it's also a choice thing. Lou, are you saying you deliver very crappy quality episodes for us? Ultimately, yes. <laughs> well, I don't think they're crappy quality, but I've only got what I've got to work with. You know yeah. what they say. You can't Wait, I... make a silk purse out of a pig's ear. You know. Uh, no, but and the, the thing is, I think the fact that we have professional microphone equipment and stuff, I think that goes so, such a long way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, actually, so I, I, I had to do audio two weeks ago, which I had a major panic attack over that because one of the stories I tell myself is that this is not something I can do. Right. Because every time someone is like, do you want to do a podcast with me? I'm like, but I'm not touching the audio. I'm not doing it. <laughs> um, so that's just something I've been telling myself. But now I had to do it because I was doing a guided meditation for my Kickstarter followers and the deadline was February. And guess where we are? It's February. Okay. So yeah. I was like, oh no, I really need to do this. And it was once I figured out how to reduce the background noise, that took me a while to figure out the settings. Once I got that done, I was done in about half an hour. There you go. I put music under it, Lou. I had it fade in and fade out. Oh, there you go. So now I'm like, okay, so if you know what you're doing, Right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be that hard. So that also yeah. helped. I think it was just it's such a mystical thing for me, like doing the audio. Um, yeah. So you know when we were going to talk about collaboration, you said it was a big thing for you. Why was it a big thing for you a few weeks ago? But it's not now. But it's still a big topic, but it was more that I was just slapped in the face so much with so many tarot cards telling me you have to work through this because otherwise 
you're not gonna grow where you want to grow towards so it's it's I almost see. like an invitation to work with these shadows so the way that we work through the shadows are by looking at strategies because you know yourself really well for a start look come on in certain aspects yes but i mean self-denial is a big big area in my life well you know where you're going to fall down well i mean I, i will avoid things i will avoid looking into things until they become so debilitating that i have to deal with it like I, I'm really good at putting blinders on. But I think yeah. one of the reasons I'm such a workaholic is because I'd rather pull myself into work than because I'm sort of hoping that things will sort themselves. That's yeah, like that doesn't happen. <laughs> like if I don't look at it, maybe. And some things actually do sort themselves. I mean, that definitely does happen. Um, but I think for me, this particular one... I need to sit with where is this coming from? Like what Mm. fears do I have? Um, And I think it's also, I think the reason is is that I I might still have the fears is because I don't trust that I've learned from all the times that I really didn't appreciate the working together. Yeah. So, and as when it's a bad experience, it is, something that stays with you as well that's the other thing i think that it's actually yeah if if not like if you have like nine great experiences and one bad one i think in your mind the bad one still weighs more yeah same with, with with reviews for your work yes true but it's just for some reason we just don't like that I suppose it's a survival thing, isn't it? We're programmed to um, spend a lot of energy on the bad stuff to prevent ourselves repeating it. <laughs> yeah, but I think also because it's sort of it, it sort of affirms our fears that we are not enough mm. or not good enough to do this particular thing, right? Like if if we do things that take courage and we put ourselves out there, right? There's this vulnerability. And if yeah. then one, one person goes, <laughs> no, don't like this. You just, it, it's almost like somebody's scraping your skin off because you've just put it's, yourself out there. Yeah. And it also, it's about our ability to handle the people management, I suppose, which is never fun. I kind of do it at work, but it, I'm I'm in a different mindset at work. When it's your own stuff, it's harder. Yeah, and and I was just thinking when I said vulnerability, it's like when you work together with someone, you will also have to show you have to be vulnerabilities to a certain extent. But especially if the, the if they're working together is long because you get to know each other better and better. And, and then you also know the things that uh, you, you learn about each other, what you don't like, what you, what you, what you, what you do like, what you're great at, what you're not so great at. Mm. So I think yeah. there's also that sort of fear 
that really showing uh, the truth of who you are. So your flaws, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think that for me is definitely also, um, definitely plays a role in there as well. I think it's kind of like you get, I get scared that my flaws get exaggerated and people reject me for them and that my strengths are being taken advantage of. Yeah. That's sort of the, it's like in my brain, it can only go one way or the other, right? Well, mm. on a logical level, I think if you work together with the right person, you actually, um, like one plus one is more than two, right? So Yeah, you can get more done, yeah. Yes, but also in a better way. Because you, you, um, you complete each other. No, that's not how I want to say that. Um, yeah, you strengthen yeah. each other. Well, yeah, like well, like the podcast. If we were to sit here on our own talking about collaboration, it wouldn't. It, well, it, we would know where it was going for a start. Whereas yeah. talking to you, I don't know where it's going, <laughs> and right. there's a magic to that. Yes, yeah. And and like when we started this, I, I, I never had I never could have envision, envisioned that it would be so therapeutic and that because uh, I do hide my flaws from the world to a certain extent. And I've been over the past, well actually probably since we started the podcast, I've been trying or since I joined the podcast, I've been trying to be more honest um and more authentic in that way. I mean, if people are not tired of that word. But that would not have helped. That would not have happened if I wasn't talking to you. No. Yeah. So definitely, I mean, and, and not just in that case, but I, I simply think that for me, collaboration often helps. It makes me accountable, right? Because now I have to get it done. True. Yes. Yeah. Um, that is true. And it's also often, actually, if, if you're working with the right, the right people, it does get easier because you have like, instead of going elsewhere for a sounding board and you talk to somebody who doesn't quite know what you're doing, but you know, you just need to vent. If your sounding board is actually part of the project that you're working on, that can be very beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just, for me, it's like almost... Like when I think about it, it's like I, I like my brain short circuit circuits, right? That's yeah, because there's so there's something for me. Um, so I usually think that when, when that happens, I I tend to think this is something that started on a young age, mm. um, and and it just triggers. And I do like I used to when I think about like my my childhood years. There was a there was a time when my my classmates would want to work with me like collaborate with me on like you know when you had to, to create something together not because they liked me but because i for for a bit i was like the the smart kid of the classroom yeah yeah so you got yeah. these people that you know are talking behind your back or making fun of you or you actually just had a fight with in the playground and then they want to work with you and suddenly they sort of like smooch up to you um, because they just want to, yeah, 
be they they want to be certain that the project's going to be done well to get a good grade and stuff like that. So I think that's also yeah. why I'm a bit wary to a certain extent. And when you were talking about that, it made me think of being picked, you know, being picked for teams and being picked for projects and yeah. how you wouldn't want to be last to be picked and and how uncomfortable that feeling was. And then feeling that you've got to do better or put more work in than everyone else to prove your worth. Yeah, so it's almost so like that's horrible. <laughs> but it's like two sides of the same coin, right? Because like when I think of PE, I was never the last to be picked, but I definitely wasn't the first. Uh, because I'm I'm not the yeah. I'm I'm a book reading nerd, always been. I'm not the athletic type, never been, never gonna be. Um also wasn't I hated PE, so that really didn't help. But so it's like But did you have that fear though? Did you have that fear of being last to be picked? No, because I definitely had the fear of it. Well, it, it kind of it, it depended who made the teams and how they were feeling towards me at the, if we were friends or not at the same time. But mm. we definitely had kids in my class that were less athletic than I was. Yeah. So there wasn't that fear. Um, okay, I had all, that fear. But but we, we are made very aware, I think, in those moments that you are picked for your qualities because even when like yeah. even when my best friend was picking teams in PE like they would not necessarily pick me first yeah because they first want to steal away the the athletic ones right yep and they so, know we are going to be there <laughs> yes they know that's not me so they will yeah. I know they will pick me eventually like yeah. only once the good ones are done. So I, I do think we learn that at that moment, it's not about, it's about skill. Mm. So you're being picked for, for what you can do. It's not necessarily about whether people think you're, whether you're friends or, and so, but in the classroom, it was the other way around. Right, because for everybody was working with me was sort of akin to them having an easy way out, because I would simply yeah. I was faster. I I love doing the work, and then realizing yeah. afterwards that oh wait, this does not mean now that we're friends. We still don't like each other, but you just needed me for this moment, and that yes. that was yeah. a very awful feeling. Yeah, it makes you feel uncomfortable and used. I think. Yeah, yeah, used. Yeah, that's the word. Yeah. So the I think for me it's the balance, um, the balance between um, the give and take. But it's I think as adults we don't need to deal with it like we did as children because there was so much unsaid in those moments. So you would you go up to your best friend and say, why didn't you pick me first? Um, I don't think I did because I knew. I knew how no, how that's game. it. Yeah. You know how it works, so you wouldn't say these things. But I suppose that for us as adults, especially in a business sense, it's probably about as being clear about expectations and talking through 
those issues of where you think that someone else is doing more or less. Yeah. And just having that conversation, not in a threatening way, but in a genuine way. Like we have, we've, we've modeled that today, I feel. Yeah, but so I'm wondering who else is, is having these sort of, because these are things that are sad. Because like, I mean, when I, when I think about it logically, right, people would be crazy to just want to work with me just because I can do a certain thing, because I'm going to be incredibly mm. disappointing to them, right? Because mm. if you don't like, if you don't like me as a person, Mm, all the way you work yeah yeah it's it's not going to be a joy working with me right um but somehow it's really it's still hard so i i do think this sort of like a filter um that just gets triggered and then i start wondering like okay so why like poor people like it's also like i feel kind of bad now like i feel bad for people who have decided because i don't really reach out for collaborations because i don't like collaborations but I kind of sometimes feel bad like uh, that people have picked me for collaborations and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, run a mile, but just because you're scared of collaboration. Yeah, but I think also, I think it's 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 um, because, because I don't necessarily enjoy like teamwork, like on university, like doing presentations together and stuff. I think at some point... When you get to the to the point where you get resent, where you feel resentment, right? When people are not pulling their weight, mm. I do not become yeah. a nice person. Yeah, and I would. I think I, I should say these days that that was just me, like me getting pissed off. It's just that I have boundaries. Yeah, but I still kind of feel like. Yeah, I, I want. If people are like, I want to collaborate with you. I do want to say run a mile because if if it goes wrong, I am not a nice person. Well, the the oh, Lily's just snorted. Sorry. Um, the the thing is, it's you can behave like an adult and a, like a professional. But the, you can't guarantee that your re the response from the other person is going to be adult and professional <laughs> because no matter how well you treat them, if they have had the sort of experiences we've talked about, they may respond in a negative way or a way that's confrontational. Yeah, because they are triggered. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. And that's the danger. <laughs> yeah, but this is the thing, because I do, like, when I collaborate with people, like, I do get triggered, right? Because when you work with someone, you are not, like, it, it, you're not the same person. There's no symbiosis, right? Mm. So th there will be moments when you go like, oh. But I think in my head, I always people know that I become, oh, my God, right? Mm. But I'm wondering to what extent I'm actually, I'm an adult about it, and I see that this is how I'm feeling, and I then change how I communicate. Like, yeah. because, because, because when this came up, I talked to my uh, um, German translator, right? 
because I kept having these cards and I, in, 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 in the challenge and I was like, oh God, like this is exactly the fear. Like I feel, I am afraid that I become this very particular card in the tarot when people work with me or for me, like this sort of authoritative figure who can become really mean and high and mighty, right? That's the fear mm. that I have, that I become that person. So I asked her, like, how is it, like, I want you to be honest, like, how is it to be working for me? And she said, and that just sort of blew my mind. She said, you are honestly the kindest person I've ever worked for because I make mistakes and you point them out and I want to cringe and you go, that can happen to everybody. It's fine. We caught it. I can fix it. So it's almost oh. like I am being an adult about it. But I don't see it, right? Like there is this. Yeah. And I just am yeah. so scared that I get mean. And of course, I don't enjoy it when I go through a file and I catch a mistake, right? Because I'm because I don't speak German, right? So when I catch something, it's it's really it's it's lucky, right? So yeah, in my yeah. head I go like, oh my God, how many other mistakes are in this file, right? So I really have to go and go back to the trusting, but I do think I have a tendency in me to in me to go like, what the fuck went wrong here? But that's not how I actually respond. Like I breathe first. Yes, you deal with it first. I do, yeah. yeah. So I'm one so I have this fear, and but maybe the fear is 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 ridiculous at this point because I I I haven't responded to that in actual fact to the people that I work with. Yeah. Do I still? But I know that in I know that within me I could respond in that way because I have that in me, and I think everybody probably has, right? Like something happened. Yes. Fuck. This is oh, because it's gonna take more time, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's interesting how. What made you ask? What made you ask her how how she saw you? Well, because of the card showing up in the tarot, but also she, uh, okay. But she also she was first my friend, and I think so. One of the things is that if I if I do collaborate, I would love to do that with somebody that is like like and, and collaborate also like work for right. Like if I hire editors or translators, I'd love for those people to be my friends. Because I'm like, yeah. if I can support you, that's awesome, right? Uh, yeah. That has gone wrong in the past a couple of times. So I'm very wary. But I'm also like, I don't want to, I, I actually want to have that, I wanted to have that conversation with her because I'm like, I don't want to ruin the friendship that we have. Because yeah. I am on some level tyrannical to you when we work together. And because, yeah. because of those cards showing up and me getting this sense that I, I, I'm so caught in the fear of becoming that person that I actually don't see reality for what it is. So I don't have a clear yeah. view on how I actually deal with certain situations. I'm like, I have to ask this person. And this is something that I've learned in therapy like a long time ago. Like for me, not having a strong sense of reality, that's kind of an ongoing issue for me that my fear just filters the way I see myself behaving. 
So I've learned a long time ago to sometimes check in with people. Like, how do how do you actually perceive me in these certain situations? Because I, I cannot see it for myself. Um, so that's yeah. why I went to her. It's like, I, and because I trust her, to be honest as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Interesting. There's a lot to consider when you collaborate. Yes. Yes. So let me, because uh, um, how about I get up from the couch and we talk, now talk about your collaborations and how you've dealt with that. Because I think for me, it's clear that I need to work on this filter that I have and this fear of becoming this really angry individual when things don't go my way, which I don't think I actually, from the sound of it, people don't see me like that. Even if sometimes inside of me, I, I have these moments that I'm like, oh God, doesn't necessarily but that's, see that side of yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's because you've you're not just responding in the moment to how you're feeling, are you? You there's a little bit of a gap between how you're feeling and how you respond to someone. Yeah, and maybe so. I think for me, the frustration is is that I can feel it, that I have these feelings mm. inside of me. But maybe what I should need to focus on is the fact that I breathe in the gap, so my output. Mm is informed by me taking this small break and yeah. not sort of throwing out some unfiltered frustration. Mm. Yeah. In, in terms of writing for me, my collaborations, I, I feel maybe it's not just luck, maybe there's something else going on, but I feel incredibly lucky. Because I, they've all been positive. The experiences have all been positive. That's nice. I know. I know. Which makes me think, well, maybe it can't be luck. I mean, there was Anna, and I suppose we were friends first before we started the podcast. And then there was you. And you just seemed perfect as a co-host for the podcast. Why was you've that? got all the skills. Well, you've got all the skills, plus you were easy to talk to. So we I felt like we gelled. Because we had a, I was a guest on the podcast first. You were our only guest. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so did you have, because this happened, I was a guest and then COVID happened and then that's when you started thinking I need a different co-host. Well, it wasn't. I mean, yes. So, so the thing with Anna is that she was, she wasn't putting any effort into doing the podcast or to meeting up or to looking at other ways of doing it. And I, she didn't actually make the decision to pull out, but she almost did through her inaction I suppose mm -hmm. I, I didn't get any sense of commitment <laughs> to the podcast from her at that point because probably because she had other things going off in her life and they took priority I mean I remember, but, I remember when we had that conversation that that 
because of COVID, she had a lot of stuff going on with her family. Yeah, I don't think it was just because of COVID, but COVID didn't help because we used no. to meet up in yeah. person and that became an issue. So we would have had to look at another way to do it. And like her internet connection wasn't great. And yeah, it it, it became too complicated. And it was very clear to me that if I didn't do something, we the the podcast would just end. Yeah. Uh it couldn't it couldn't continue. So that's when I spoke to you. And the reason I spoke to you is because I've just felt it could work. I felt like you know with your background and with what you wanted to put out there the co-podcasting would work. Um because I didn't know you very well at that stage. But I don't know. I just got a sense that, yeah, and it did, and it has done, and it was a brilliant, inspired idea to ask you. Yeah, but we're still at it, and it's been what one of the yeah, I think exactly. Um, and the other big thing I did was co-writing with Amy, mm-hmm. and when I say. It, I'm lucky. I'm I am very lucky with Amy, but there were other options to co-write with other people that I'd turned down. So maybe it wasn't luck. Maybe it was something else, you know, picking up on those other signs that Amy because Amy's really professional, she's easygoing. Um she she's she would, if she had an issue, she would talk to you about it. You know, all those things that you really want when you're collaborating. Yeah. But it could still go wrong. <laughs> it was still felt like a big chance, a big, um, that I was taking a big chance mm-hmm. co-writing with someone. But is it a big chance because you'd you'd get into it and it wouldn't work, so you'd end, wouldn't you? You'd just end it there. You don't have to continue. Yeah, I, I, we didn't I, sign anything. <laughs> but I think a lot of people are really um, sort of worried about the waste of time. It's like a lot of us indie writers, like we're plagued by this whole "you need to write faster." Uh, and one of the reasons I did co-write was so that we could produce something faster. Um, yeah. Sometimes you you just have to take a chance, though, don't you? With anything, not just co-writing or collaborating, you just sometimes just have to take a chance on something. But you take a chance when it feels good on a certain level. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's a reason you didn't want to work co-write with the other people. Yeah, and I could have opened myself to a whole host of pain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I think that's just your intuition being very strong. Mm. So and it's not lucky. It's Like you said, it's not lucky. It's just you on a certain level knowing, um, this kind of deep knowing that this is right, this is wrong for me. Not necessarily, because yeah. like, that doesn't mean that the, the persons that you don't want to co-write with are not perfect co-writers with somebody else, but they're just not the person for you. Yeah. 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 It was about it was about things like expectations and fit that yeah. 
yeah, you know, like so. So one of them was wanting a lot of books in a short time frame, and I I was never going to be able to achieve that and continue working. Yeah, yeah. So that's not a fit, no. Yeah. But yeah. like we just said as well, like you have to gel. Yeah, I think that yeah. is that is. Um, but you just said you didn't sign anything. Right. And that's just something because mm. one of the things, one of the sort of traumas I have from collaborating with friends is that because we're friends, we didn't sign anything and then something went wrong. And I lost money or I have unfair yeah. contracts and stuff like that. So now, yeah. I mean, I know we didn't sign anything, but when I started the podcast, uh, the the uh, doing the first thing writing podcast. This is also because Bethany is from the US and they're all about contracts. Um, mm. I mean, I don't even know how many pages it is, but it took us <laughs> it took us about a year to finalize the contract. Yeah, but I think the good thing is is because we talked about a lot of things on beforehand, so we knew exactly where we stood. Yeah, so communication about certain things. It's yeah. also clearer because now we can say, okay, I know we wrote this like this in the podcast in the in the contract, but I think we I want to change it up, right? Because you have this sort of um framework, because you have talked about all these different scenarios. So you could go, remember when we talked about this? Okay, I think this situation is showing itself right now. Like for example, with us, so we were done with the podcast. Um and I don't have the brain space to co-write like I don't I don't think we're great co-writers we try to co-write an article like a sort of a chapter from the from the material that we have it wasn't pleasant because Bethany has a very particular voice I have a very particular voice and it doesn't become one voice yeah yeah so what we've decided for for the project now is that because the podcast was always meant as a it gives an excuse to do the research and then we're going to write a book right yeah. What we've decided on, and I think we could do that because we already discussed all these options when we were writing the contract, is that Bethany's going to write it and I am going to be her editor in terms of I'm going to do all the levels of editing. So it's like first yeah. I'm going to do the content and then I'm going to do the language and then I'm going to do the proofreading. Yeah. That's how we change the collaboration. Yes, which allowed it to continue to work. Yeah, because the idea of writing, especially because that chapter didn't pan out and it was really, there was a lot of tension and it really, it took us a moment to get over that hump, like bump in our friendship. Because um, we really had to talk through some things uh, because of how we handled that attempt to co-write and was just like that's not going to work so i i felt such reluctance to working on the book and i just had to say like you know you can write it it's fine like i can just be the editor because then i edit your words it's completely different than if if, if my name is on the on the cover because my voice is so distinctly different from hers yeah yeah so yeah, that's how we change that yeah yeah. So do you have any other collaborations in the before we before we wrap up? Like do you have any other collaborations? Like are you on the verge of something new? And how do you want to deal with that? 
No, I've spoke to Amy about continuing the series that we were doing and we've decided to go ahead with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which I'm comfortable with. (laughs) And I'm happy, I'm happy to do another series with her. Um, I'm not looking for, I'm not looking for another collaboration at this stage. But But I wouldn't. It's something I would be open to. Oh, with Marcus, yeah, we haven't done anything on it. Okay. I mean, I would be very open to co-write because I know it speeds me up. But it's like it it will have to be like I would not invite a co-writer on my current project because that's like my project. So it would have to be a mutual thing. Yeah. If someone told me, oh, I would love to write this. And I'm like, oh my God, are you serious? Like, we should totally write that together. That would be cool for me. But it's not like I want to jump in somebody else's project or I want somebody to jump into mine. Like, it would have to be like, yeah, yeah we do this together thing. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. the only thing I'm, um, and we still have to have a, a meeting about this. That I might do a collaboration soon, which which might actually be why this is coming up for me, is uh, friends of mine. They just did their second Kickstarter, and part of the Kickstarter is a tarot deck. And yeah. I joked, I, j- I was talking to her, and I was making the joke like, "Okay, how long is it going to take? Like, how long is going to be before we decide to create a tarot deck together?" And she immediately started talking and she's like, oh, we need a meeting. But I had no idea what they were planning for their Kickstarter. So I had no idea that they were already working on a tarot deck together. Um, but she was like, yes, hop on board. Like, I'd love to have your input. So for me, I was like, I, w- I was sort of like in the future. And she was like, no, we're making one now. Come join us. So we'll we'll, we'll talk about that on Friday. Um, but yeah, that, I think that sort of has my fears up as well. Uh, just because it's such a commitment, and yeah, it it's got a lot of possibility though. Yes, absolutely, and it's like it's it's out of my comfort zone because I don't really think I, I don't have any plans to ever make a tarot deck because other people are making awesome tarot decks, so I don't miss anything at the moment in that arena. That I'm like, oh, this would be make a great one. No, there's so many out there. Um, but yeah, it did feel kind of serendipitous that I said that and they were literally in the middle of creating sort of like, um, they were like minutes away from hitting like publish on their Kickstarter campaign. So, so. I, I do kind of feel like, oh, we're supposed to have this conversation at the least. Yeah. And just being clear about expectations and what it entails and all the other things and having those adult conversations. I think we've decided I'm not like <laughs> we don't like adulting, Lou. But sometimes it's got to be done. I know, I know, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's why it's coming up as well. Um but yeah. To be continued, I think. Okay. Yeah, for me, this is definitely something that I'm really glad. It's it's been really good to hear that you're like, no, my collaborations have all been good. I'm like, okay, so that's it's good for me to know that that's an option. Yes, you don't have to have any bad ones. <laughs> and I think we did like. I don't think we have any like we we like we had one conversation, 
about whether we still wanted to do the podcast. And that was a difficult conversation to have. Mm-hmm. But I mm-hmm. think it was really, it was really helpful. Yeah, it was sort of freeing as well. So, yes. Yeah. So I think I just don't like difficult conversations. So maybe that's why I don't like collaborating because it's almost like difficult conversations will have to be had because you simply, other people just don't, they cannot read your brain. They cannot tell how you're feeling. Or maybe now they can can smell that I haven't showered into this, but that's like about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Expectations. Yeah, so to be continued, because I do think that, I mean, I do love, the funny thing is that I'm scared of collaboration, but I love working with people. Because it, it gives because of what you can achieve. Yeah. But it also gives energy, right? Like I would have never done this podcast. Yeah. But sometimes the other person is that kick in the butt you need. Yeah. To, to do this thing. It's true. It's almost like, you know, when you decide, oh, I need more exercise and you have like this running partner, right? Which I don't have, obviously, because not athletic. But it's like the things that you want to do, which you're like, ah, and on your own, you're just not going to do it. But like working together with with the right person, that will actually get you to do it and keep doing it. Like, Yeah. To be continued, I guess. Okay. Bye for now, then. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter or visit our website at divingintowriting.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like to leave us a review, we'd be ever so grateful. Bye for now.